Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Health Hustle. I'm your host, Corey Heyman, and on this episode, I dive a layer deeper into my previous episode with Luis of Embrace North. On this episode, we get into what it means to embrace the suck and how it makes every area of your life better. We talk about reciprocity and a book I recommend every entrepreneur reads. And lastly, what all this hype is about passion, how you can find yours, what that looks like, and what we're even talking about. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor and please subscribe and write us a review. This show is about helping health and fitness professionals to build a business that fits your lifestyle. By giving us a review, it helps other people find the show and join us on that journey. Also, if you're looking for tips about designing your website and marketing your health business, sign up for my three tips Tuesday newsletter at coreyhigh.com. Without further ado, let's go. Idea number one, embrace the suck. So this is totally a military term and the Navy SEALs talk about it of learning how to just embrace difficult situations. But I think it applies to everyone in all areas of life. And in that previous episode with Luis, he talks about how moving from Guatemala to Minnesota, where it's obviously a hell of a lot colder, he initially was first fighting the cold. He was resisting it. He was staying away from it. He was avoiding it. And eventually he thought, hmm, what if I just embrace this thing that I'm resisting with all of my heart? And how would that change things? And how would that change how I would show up in the world? And so he decided to start working out on a lake without a shirt on in the middle of the winter in Minnesota. And then after the workout, he had a group of people with him that were willing to jump into ice cold water with him and really embrace that cold, embrace the suck, as one might say. And the reason I want to talk about this is that I think that this can be a very powerful tool that everyone can use in their own life. I remember when I first decided to start doing cold showers, I committed to doing 30 days which turned into 60 days, which turned into 90 days. And now I literally can tell you I haven't taken a warm shower in a very, very long time because every day that I embrace the suck of doing a cold shower, it is without question the best I feel getting out of it every single day. Don't get me wrong. I still dread getting in. I procrastinate. I do other things. I eat food. I do laundry. I'll literally do anything to avoid it in most situations. But once I get out of a cold shower or a cold ice plunge or some sort of cold bath, It is without question the best I feel every day. And the other thing that I've noticed that it started doing in my life is that when you challenge yourself to do things that are hard, that all of a sudden all those other small worries and concerns and complaints about your life all of a sudden get a lot smaller and seem to carry a lot less weight. And so literally just the progress of starting to do cold showers has led me to doing many other things that have made me incredibly uncomfortable, like stand-up comedy, cliff jumping, skydiving. The next one on my list is actually uh, riding a bull, not a mechanical one, a real one. And because what I've realized is that when you put yourself into these challenging situations, two things happen. One is it brings you into the present moment of what's going on right now as you're experiencing whatever it is that you're experiencing. And the second thing that happens is that all the other worries and complaints and concerns, like somebody cutting off in the road or something mean somebody said, or that work situation or that business situation, all of a sudden get a lot smaller and a lot less scary. And the cool thing about that is that on top of that is then you're more open and willing to do other things that are maybe uncomfortable, like sales calls or outreach, or marketing, or having difficult conversations with a spouse, or a coworker, or an employee, all of a sudden those situations seem to carry less weight compared to jumping off a cliff, or getting into cold water, or doing some sort of stand-up comedy, or something that just makes you very uncomfortable. And so I love this idea of embracing the suck. And obviously Luis was able to build an awesome business, often just an idea of embracing the suck, and bringing other people along for the ride. Idea number two, which is one of my favorite ideas of all time, because it comes from Dr. Robert Cialdini, who talks about the seven principles of persuasion. And one of those principles is reciprocity. If you're not familiar with the other ones, there's scarcity, authority, consistency, liking, social proof, and unity, which is actually kind of a newer one in his newer book. If you haven't read the book, Influence, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. 
It is incredibly helpful and powerful and useful, and it just makes you a better salesman, marketer, whatever you want to call it. But it's without a question, one of the best books that you can read. But the main one I want to touch on today is Reciprocity. So in that previous episode with Louise, is he talks about letting people try the sauna and cold plunge experience for free, and then letting them decide if they want to continue to do it. And this is a phenomenal strategy for anybody in any sort of business, whether you're in products or services, but it reminds me of even like, why does Costco give you free samples? Why do gym memberships give you a free seven-day trial? Why does every software platform in the history of software platforms offer you some sort of free version or free trial if you just put in your credit card information? It's because they know that once you try the product or service, you are way, way, way more likely to commit to it. And it actually reminds me of one of the best demonstrations of the principles of reciprocity, and it comes from a series of studies conducted in restaurants. So the last time you visit a restaurant, there's a good chance that the waiter or waitress will have given you a gift, probably about the same time they bring you your bill. Maybe it was some candy or a fortune cookie or maybe even a mint. So here's the question. Does the giving of whatever gift it is, for we'll say mint, for example, have any influence of how much you tip them afterwards? Most people would say no, but believe it or not, all the studies and research has shown that it does, and it actually increases tips by about 3%, which doesn't sound by much. However, if the gift is doubled, so let's say two mints are given or two fortune cookies are given instead of just one, the tips don't just double from 3%. They actually go up to 14% increase in tips. And the most interesting part of this entire study is that they took it one step further and they had a waiter or waitress basically give some sort of mint or candy to the people at the table. And then they started to walk away and then they paused and they turned around and they went back and they said, for you nice people, here's an extra mint or cookie or chocolate or whatever it is. And the tips went up to 23%. And these numbers might not seem big, but I want you to take away something huge from this message is that when you give people for free, but you also make them feel unique or special, the reciprocity or the things that come back to you, it always comes back to you in profound and amazing ways. And it reminds me, I remember actually in my younger days when I was first getting into just business and entrepreneurship and figuring out this whole world, I remember having a conversation with a mentor and he was just telling me the power of giving and gifting and rest, not, not just reciprocity, but just giving and how every single time that he's just openly give to other people, whether it's something physical or it's energy or time, that it almost always comes back in tenfold. And so the take home point here is that be open to giving free offers, free services, free consultations, find unique ways that you can let people try you or your service or your business for free. And I promise you, it'll come back to you in some way. Idea number three, follow your passion. So I don't think Luis's passion is actually jumping into cold water or getting into a sauna as much as it is actually just bringing like-minded people together and building community. Because that's really what he's done with Embrace North is that he has created an environment, a safe space, an opportunity for people that want to just challenge themselves, get out of their comfort zone, get a workout in, get into some sort of cold water or hot sauna and do this together with community and connection and watching that just grow around him. And so really what I want to talk about in this idea of following your passion is just start sharing what it is that you're passionate about, telling people about my podcast show and the vision that I have for this podcast show and this community that I'm building with other health and fitness entrepreneurs who want to build a business and a lifestyle that's in line with their values and their lifestyle design is really what's brought so many amazing relationships into my life is just showing up and sharing and telling people and having some sort of vision. And so if you are confused about maybe where you're going or what that vision looks like or what your community should look like or even what you're passionate about, here's your opportunity and here's what I want to tell you and here's what I want to challenge you to do is start off with just writing a two-page 
vision plan? What do you want your life to look like? What is something that doesn't yet exist in this world that you could create that would fire you up, that would bring more joy and happiness to the world, and then start telling people about it. And so step one, journal about it, two pages, figure it out, get clear on what that vision is. Step two, is start telling people about it. Share it. Share your story. Find people to collaborate with. That is the biggest part with this whole idea of finding your passion is that is that it's less about actually doing the work of your passion and it's actually more about just sharing it and collaborating with people and building community because no matter what it is that fires you up, whether it's for me, website design and development or branding or marketing, like I just talk about those things and then the people that are innately also interested in those things seem to come and float into my life or also like health and fitness and wellness. Oftentimes I talk about those things and those people show up in my life. So really what I'm getting at here is share what you're excited about. Share what you're passionate about. Tell people about it because three things are going to happen. One is that people are really going to judge you and they're going to be like, oh, that's dumb. I don't want to be any part of that. And then they're going to float away, which is good because there's probably not the people you want in your life anyways. The second thing that might happen is that they're going to ignore you. Well, they've probably been ignoring you all along, so they're going to continue to ignore you. So nothing really changes there. Or the third thing that's going to happen is they're going to hear your vision and they're going to go, yeah, that's me. I want to be a part of that. That's cool. How can I get involved? How can I help? How can I support? And so no matter what, it's a win-win-win. So take home point here to idea number three is figure out what you're passionate about, figure out what fires you up, what you're excited about, and start sharing it. Start telling people, whether it's social media, your friends, your family, your newsletter, really even just the random person at the gym is just start having these conversations and start sharing what you're excited about. And the right relationships will float into your life and the wrong ones will float out of your life. And no matter what, you're going to be in a better place. I hope that's helpful. Love you guys. Peace. Before you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show. And I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you're looking for more advice on how to market your health business or need help with your website, you can find all my information at coreyhigh.com. Thanks again and keep hustling, my friends.